close your eyes and don't try to hide Or a silly spook may sit by your side Shrouded in a dark disguise They pretend to terrorize When windows come out to socialize Welcome foolish mortals, you have stumbled into the graveyard and discovered the Grim Greeting Guys, Walt Disney World Planning Podcast we are your ghost hosts this evening. I'm Matt. I'm Derek. I'm Craig. Please stay calm. The room is not actually stretching. And go ahead and pull down on those safety bars because we won't be doing that for you. Derek, why are you looking at me all strange? Well, I was I was fixing to hurt somebody because you didn't let me get my name out. Is that different than usual? Him looking. At did you, you not like say it? I did, but barely. Oh, it was the amount of time I was given. Well, here, take all the time you need right now. <laughs> here, for, here, say your name again, Derek. <laughs> Say your name. Um, I said my name already. <laughs> oh. Oh, they know who you are. <laughs> this is Milestone episode 121, and we thank you for joining us on this Thursday bonus edition of Grim Grinning Guys. And we do have a special returning guest. We have the consumer princess herself. Leah is here with us tonight. How Hello, you, you guys. Good. Thank you. Glad to be back. It has, it has been a while, hasn't it? I know. It's been a busy season. This whole start to the year has just kind of flown by. I think I looked up and turned my calendar to April and couldn't quite believe it. I don't know about y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, of course, uh, Matthew and I are school teachers, and boy, I can't believe that school is just about out for the summer. Oh, that's awesome. Notice and he didn't say have... he was disappointed, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, or I did not say that. <laughs> Either one. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll all be so very sad we to see are. all of them go. We are. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah, it's been busy. Um, just kind of we're preparing. I feel like Disneyland is kind of in this weird little sleep uh, before everything changes this summer. For mm-hmm. better or worse, who knows how it's going to happen. Um, and it's been kind of quiet at the parks. It's been kind of enjoyable. The weather's been nice, but I do feel like it's a little bit of a calm before the storm. So you feel like right now people are avoiding the park or just not, they're just waiting for the galaxy's edge to open? Yeah, well, actually, and I've talked pretty extensively with a couple of my friends about this because it used to be that if you went to the parks um, on a Friday night, uh, a busier, highly trafficked time, you would be pretty miserable. I mean, the parking structure, if anybody's been to Disneyland and experienced Mickey and Friends, it's really um, a little bit of a luck game because it is quite small. And so either you get to park there or you are routed to like a different part of Anaheim. It is, and unlike Florida where, you know, they really have the bus systems in a groove, all of the transportation options are, um, they're really efficient and convenient. I mean, you can get from place to place. That's not a huge pain. It's just hard. Disneyland's in the middle of Anaheim. And, you know, it, once you get there, you're in the bubble. But if you do not, it, you don't have that kind of magical feeling when you're en route to the park from, you know, Toy Story, which is like miles away. It's really far. Mm-hmm. Um, fortunately, our new structure is going to open soon. But that has not happened yet. So, Uh, Anybody who's traveling to the parks within the next, uh, you know, or the beginning months of the year, I would have cautioned them, hey, be careful. You know, if you're going at a highly trafficked time, you might have, you know, some transportation issues. But that just hasn't been the case. Um, We haven't been rerouted once since the beginning of the year. We haven't caught a closed structure. I haven't been parked in any other place. Um, And we've been going at different times. And I, I don't know, our theory is that you know, last year, Disneyland uh, heavily raised their prices for all of the passes. Did Walt Disney World do that, too? They did. I think they had, what, about a 10 to 12% increase, Matthew? Oh, okay, so not so. quite as extreme as ours was. Yeah. Ours is extreme. And they also started the new program of um, only allowing uh, certain pass holders to frequent certain parks. It used to be that if you were unblocked on a certain day, you could go to either Disney California Adventure or Disneyland, but now there's kind of a tiered system where some passes will only be able to access access some parks. Um, and so, uh, when that happened, when the price rises happened, it um, a lot of people said, you know, we're not going to renew, we're not going to renew. That was kind of a general uh, feeling. I think a lot of people 
they feel like the parks are going to be congested during Star Wars land. They're not really excited to fight the crowds. And so they were like, well, you know, we'll take a couple years off our pass. And I mean, obviously people's passes weren't canceled right away. It took, you know, people aged out of their past and they didn't renew. So I think we're actually just starting to see the beginning of that. So it's actually, I mean, if somebody was going to be a tourist to California, you know, this year, this summer, maybe not the first month of Star Wars Land, but it would be a good time. It's been much less crowded than I've seen it in a really long time. And I mean, we've been just walking up to Fantasmic and standing on the fence. Wow. which is unheard of. Like yeah. it's been really, we, I mean, walk on Indiana Jones at like 6 PM. So I, I, you know, I think we're just starting to see some changes there and I'm glad because I was like a little bit concerned that maybe Disney hadn't planned for how intense the opening is going to be this summer. So I think they're planning well. I think it's going to be um, a smoother opening than, I don't know, maybe things in the past have been. But anyway, that's been kind of, we're seeing all the changes for that. They've been doing a ton of construction where they're taking out these planters. Mm-hmm. And in Disneyland, we have all this ornamental gardening, and it's kind of everywhere. And they've been taking out a lot of those. There's a lot of thoroughfares that have been improved. Um, I feel like they're they're making as much progress as they can before the before the May 31st beginning of um, the new area. And I, yeah, I think it's going to be really great. But if somebody was going to they were thinking they were going to make a quick trip and they wanted some quiet Disneyland time. I would say hit it before May 31st. You'll have a very nice experience. Well, uh, and I'm going to show my ignorance real quick on Disneyland. It, no. Are they opening up everything or are they like well, it'll Disney just be one ride? Just one ride? Okay. It'll okay. be the land no. ride, right? Yeah. It's, uh, as far as I understand it, uh, the first part of that equation is the the online system that I, sorry, this is the most boring podcast episode in the world. I'm like, let no, me tell you about the parking and the planters <laughs> and the online registering system. But for real, I mean, these are things that I want to know if I'm traveling somewhere. I hate being unnecessarily inconvenienced, which is why I love podcasts like you guys, because I feel like you guys kind of bring up um, a lot of different perspectives and you catch a lot of those things that if people just avoid these few blunders they can have so much more of an enjoyable time sure. i think that you guys always do that so anyway i'm sure we'll get to some more exciting so stuff, it is a, it is crucial for you to talk about these planners then it is the planters you know they're, <laughs> just, they're really it's, it's becoming a politicalist no. <laughs> um no so as far as i understand it um on May 31st, Star Wars Galaxy Edge will open. I believe that that May 31st date is the first open to a ticketed or pass holder um, day. I believe they're going to have a media event, very much like they did for Pixar Pier, where they'll sell tickets. But I haven't seen anything about it. I've just heard that spoken of. So I'm, I'm not sure if there will be an additional um, ticketed event beforehand. But on May 31st, it will open. And between May 31st and June 23rd, if you have a valid theme park admission or a pass, whatever you have, you have to make a no-cost reservation. And this is something that everyone is kind of generally concerned about because in California, at Disneyland, we do not have the fast pass system that Florida does at Walt Disney World. And I've used the Walt Disney World, you know, Max Pass or Fast Pass system, Fast Pass Plus, is that what it's called there? Yes, fast, fast, fast. Yeah, fast, fast, plus. Mm-hmm. We're max pass because that's just, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but we don't, our system is not built for, uh, if anybody's used the Disneyland website, it is not as advanced as the Walt Disney World Go website. It's just not, they haven't developed it as heavily. And you cannot make those three reservations that people might be accustomed to in Florida. Fast passes are a show up and book kind of thing. So I don't, I mean, Dealing with reservations uh, at Disneyland is also notoriously difficult. I mean, I think it's pretty difficult at both parks, but I'm just not quite sure how user-friendly that system is going to be, what it's going to look like, if they're going to launch it at midnight or 3 you know, three a.m. our time. Those details I haven't heard anything about yet, but it will be required that you go on and you make essentially like a fast pass, and I believe... Wizarding World was doing this for a time when it first opened. It certainly was here at our Universal in California. And you would make a fast pass for a time. You could come into the land 
And if you left, you left, you were done. But you could stay as long as you liked. So as far as I know, that's what the reservation system is going to look like. And, and we all um, know that uh, that Disney and IT go off without a hitch. <laughs> oh, of, cor- oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, funny, I'm a little concerned. So I we are going to give it our best attempts. Next time I talk to you guys, I'm sure I'll have a report of how that went. Um, but we're hoping that they've thought that through as much as the planters. So we'll see. <laughs> um, but I, you know, oh, this, oh, 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 this was the other part that I read that I thought was interesting. Okay, so obviously a lot of people want to make reservations at the hotels uh, whenever they're staying at a Disney resort properties because you can take advantage of uh, early morning magic, magic hour, whatever it's called. Um, I think it's, I think we just have magical morning. Who knows? Anyway, um, I read something. Well, and I saved it to make sure I wasn't spreading fake news media on your show. <laughs> we never um, know. Hey, never. Spread it. Um, so, yes. Just make up something. Star Wars Galaxy Edge will not be available during extra magic hour or magic morning. So people who are thinking, I'm going to book a reservation at this hotel, wake up the next morning, be one of the first people in, take advantage of that extra hour, it's not going to be available. So just so that everyone knows, because I kind of had thought, well, that was going to be my workaround. I just, you know, stay at, you know, the Disneyland Hotel for a night, have a nice time, and then get in, and it's not going to be available. Um, And, yeah, after... June 24th, you won't need a separate reservation. It'll be a big run on the whole place. But as far as I know, the um, the big ride, what is it called? Rise of the Resistance. Rise of the Resistance is not going to be open until later, and I wouldn't hold your breath on that. Yeah, They're from, not done. From what I've <laughs> heard, it's it, going to be like three months at least. Yeah, yeah. So, But it's, it's starting to look really beautiful. You can see it from the train. Um, if you're on the back of Disneyland and you're going past Rivers of America and you kind of look over past the waterfalls, you can see the spires and you can see uh, there's one really pronounced building, actually, that very cool, kind of Cloud City-ish. And we're very excited to look back there more. <laughs> Everybody, you can always see people when you're on the train, they go up, there's this wooden fence. Um, back near Thunder Mountain that they've tarped up so that you can't look through the cracks. But you just you will still see groups of people back there peering through the, the wall trying to see something. So, And the construction crews are going like crazy. People are just in and out of there. When we go early in the morning on a Saturday when we rope drop, um, you will see huge groups of people in you know their hard hats ready to work. And they're just walking... Um, from the cast parking over into the park. And so they're they're getting it done. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Um, and we're excited. I'm really excited to see the restaurant. I think that's the thing I'm most excited for. Um, and it'll be it'll be great to see, you know, the news. I'm hoping that some of the technology that they're gonna use for the Millennium Falcon ride is similar to the Pandora um, experience that is with the flight of passage. Have you guys heard anything about that, about crossing of that technology? I haven't. I'm not. Craig's probably got some insider <laughs> scoops there. I, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Oh, oh, it's, yeah. oh, it's, I see. It's an, on a need to know. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> We're that far inside. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, I really hope so because, as somebody who does um, sometimes get motion sickness from virtual reality experiences, I don't feel sick from riding Flight of Passage, and I'm somebody who gets sick on anything like that so i'm hoping that they're using some of that updated technology i'm sure they are and that'll be really great for people like me who mm. usually like i cannot ride um the i can't ride star tours, star tours. that no that would be a, a sad day for everyone <laughs> and myself a, a danger to myself and others on that ride so uh i'm but i'm excited to see that one and it will open with the um, the initial opening as far as I know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I'm excited. Everybody's excited. And I'll, I'll be interested to see what that means for the flow of the rest of the park. I know there are some people who maybe they're hesitant to go to Disneyland because they think it's going to be crowded. But I have a feeling that it might be a good time to go if you're really not interested in the whole Star Wars bit. If you have little kids and you're just looking to, you know, do Fantasyland, ride Peter Pan, enjoy the classic stuff, mm-hmm. it might be kind of a nice time um, when a lot of people are focused on a different area of the park. So Leah, anything uh, anything else 
any other Disneyland updates that our listeners may want to hear about? Well, I don't think I've told you about these planters. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it's a really beautiful time. All of our cherry trees and all of our pink trees are all in bloom. And um, it's nice. They're cleaning up. They're getting everything ready. We have our springtime stuff going on as well as food and wine, which I, I, our food and wine festivals are cute. Our, our wine and wine and art and wine and whatever. It, you know, they're cute. But the, I don't know. There's something that Epcot just does it up right, in my opinion. Um, and obviously they have more infrastructure to put on a production like that. So, but we have that going on and a lot of people seem to really enjoy it. A lot of kind of California centric booths that are kind of cute and reflect our whole inland empire, um, farming culture. And it's kind of nice to see that it's some nice color. And they've been having a lot of good music acts. Um, for a while, they just did not have the their soundboard down they do a lot of stuff right it's a beautiful little venue that they use for a lot of our festival activities of different bands and things and it's right in front of where world of color happens in our big mickey's wheel of death and you know all of that pixar pier business but they were ha for a long time it was always incredibly loud <laughs> like you couldn't stand in front of it they just didn't quite have the sound down and now it's really nice so they also oh they built out our beer this little beer garden which is very full of succulents and it's very millennial and benches. And it's really pretty back by um, uh, the, it's to the right of Paradise Pier. It's kind of over or Pixar Pier now. And it used to just be a set of restaurants, but they've built out a whole little area and it's really beautiful. And they do nice little cantina lights at night and other good bands. So it's, I think they're trying to use it as more of a festival space than they have in the past and it's successful i think it's quite nice um i don't know if it's really good for kids but it, you know if it's just adults i think it's a, a pretty nice time uh pixar piers aging well people seem to still be visiting it and it still looks nice nothing's falling apart yet so that's a and nice thing they've just yeah. opened a carousel in the last few weeks yeah, and it looks good. It's actually very, very charming. I'm going to post some pictures on my Instagram of it. I was there at night, and it's pretty. They did a nice job. It it makes me kind of think of the quality of what they did at Toy Story Land um, in Hollywood Studios. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of a lot of the stuff they did for Pixar Pier is cute, but I didn't think it was quite on the level with Toy Story Land. So, and I think that is absolutely. It's very, it, all the details are good. So that's good. And, and um, oh, they Phil Har Magic is coming. Oh, oh my gosh counting down the days <laughs> i didn't i didn't like that ride in the 90s when i was a kid and i don't think i'm gonna like it now <laughs> no i'm i'm open to all things new at least once um but yeah usually we have sneak peeks to films in uh, in that big soundstage area in hollywood land but right now it is vacant and they are working on it so more things to divert the crowds from from the you know a long time ago and a galaxy far far away so right. that's happening and then one thing that i'm really excited about that i haven't heard people talking about much is how much construction is going on um next to guardians of the galaxy yeah, they're the they have flattened area. bug's life land to the ground mm. it does make me sad I'm, yeah yeah next choo, choo train was i'm working Rip. Matthew didn't get to going, that. I think it's going to a park they're gonna put it in like great park or something like that in irvine there it's not getting totally melted down saw, into scrap metal. Where, they're uh, doing something with it so I, I, you I, can go there and ride it <laughs> <laughs> i saw where part of the train the hamlet the the head part of it was like in the pixar it, studio yeah yeah in they kind of dismantled it but that little train part's going somewhere i heard so you guys can be some boots on the ground and ride it next time <laughs> i did enjoy that ride it's cute, but it's it is all gone and rip bugs land, never mm. to be seen again. But from what I understand, the the Spider Man ride is is gonna happen and yeah. thing, things are progressing with building out Marvel Land. We have these huge Stark Industries um, walls that are up around the whole area and you can you can see all the way through where you used to not be able to see um, Cars Land, if you were standing in front of like the Hyperion Theater and in front of the uh, Mission Breakout, you can see it. It's all open there. So it's quite wow. a big area of space they have now, and I'll be interested to see how they utilize it. They're really bigging up um, Marvel. There's a lot of merchandise. There's, you're seeing a lot more character meets. 
I think it's having good reception. So, yep, there's some some neat stuff. And we have our Easter egg hunt right now, which is, like, my favorite little springtime thing that Disneyland does. I think I've been doing it since, like, 2014, 2015. I can't quite remember. But every year we do it. They do it at Epcot, too, right? Yes, you get the little book, and you have to find and where you get the little eggs. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. super cute. So, saw a lot of people doing that this last Friday. Um yeah, it's got, I think it'll be good. We've been doing some pin trading in a totally unorganized fashion. All these people keep coming up and being like, oh, you're trading. Let me show you my, my various books full of pins. And I'm like, I have this old pin I found on the ground. So, But we've been, <laughs> we've been having fun. It's a lot of, um, I just, I think it's like the best thing for kids. I've never really done it. Um, but it's the best thing for kids. I see so many kids um, just they're so polite and they're interacting with the cast members and asking to see the different pin boards and just good social skills. And it's been really fun. It's fun to see the little kids having fun too. So I've been doing a little bit of that and just enjoying, as I said, the calm before the storm. Cause I'm sure while they're going to try and do it as gracefully as possible, you know, uh, prepare for the worst and you will enjoy whatever happens so leah yeah. i got a question what we discussed on a show uh, a few shows ago is the electrical parade still at disneyland oh no they went and put it in i think it parts of it are in burbank at the museum as far as i know but it's not there anymore okay um they're running paint the night over in disney california adventure so so that happens regularly, and we have that big parade, but electrical is gone, gone. It's gone, gone, gone. That's one thing I really like yeah. about Disneyland. They're always changing entertainment, adding entertainment uh, again, and we've talked about that before. It is more of a locals park. Uh, I wish we'd yeah. see more of that in Orlando. They're, they're changing it, but they're replacing it with something else rather than just getting rid just of it. Just getting rid of it. like we Exactly. Right. Yeah, they, they do a good job keeping it fresh, I think. They, they really do. Yeah. But that's all. This all it's all happening. Just just those couple things. <laughs> well, it's just that's a few fun. things. Yeah, small yeah, exactly. things. Now, have they put a hard blackout on on APs for for the Galaxy's Edge? Or oh, uh, that's a good question. And actually, no. The only pass holders that can go are Signature Plus. So my pass, which my pass entitles me to uh, 365 days a year to both parks and my parking and my discounts. Obviously, if you are anything other than Signature Plus, you will be blocked out. I think for a month. I think that month is pretty much done for everybody. There might be a few extra days for the signature pass holders, which is our step down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have to check our calendar. I'm only. I, I really don't like dealing with a blackout calendar, and that's one of the reasons I pay for the convenience of the higher pass. Right. I just don't like having to negotiate when I can go and when I can't. So, what's what's the difference um, in that cost? Um, two hundred, four hundred dollars, something like that. I don't know. I pay whatever it costs. Because I just, I'm so used to having the convenience. I think that the thing, we used to have the premier pass. And that was the top level, unless you were going to get that coast-to-coast business. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was um, $9.95 or something. And then it jumped to $10.80. And now I think it's like $12 for the highest pass right now. Something like that. So, um, yeah, it's definitely getting to be pricey. But one reason that whenever I talk to people and they're like, wow, the passes are so expensive compared to in Florida, you get so much more for your money. I'm like, it's so much smaller of a space. The resource is just, it's so much less. When if, if people aren't familiar with Disneyland, it just seems like the prices are so inflated. But there's just so much less space. There's so many fewer tickets. The capacity is just, it's so much lower. So, it you know, it's a... It's a different game for sure, especially after we were um, enjoying Walt Disney World over Christmas. Uh, it, it's always a, it's always fun to see the differences. It really is. As like a Disneyland local, you feel spoiled when you go to Walt Disney World. You do. Mm-hmm. Well, with that, let's get let's get into your December trip. Yes. Oh yeah. Well, we had some last minute changes to the trip because I was um, hired for a position at a really fantastic company out of my previous job that I was in last year. And the onboarding process kind of conflicted with our plans, which, you know, that's going to happen. And, um, and, and, but it was fine. We were still able to, we spent, uh, we went to Mickey's very Merry Christmas party, which was great and super uncrowded. And we were there on the last one, the 21st, I believe it was. And there was like nobody there. 
we were alone in certain parts of the park. Like, we'd be walking by pirates, and there wouldn't be a soul. <laughs> there would be no one there. And we really just enjoyed it. It was it was really fun to be there. I love, I know some people don't like it, but I love an up-ticketed event. I love the opportunity to, I mean, I felt like we got as much Magic Kingdom in as we could have that whole trip on that one night. We rode everything we wanted to ride. The cast members always seem to be in a really good mood when you go to parties. I don't know, maybe they're getting paid overtime or something, but they're always really especially pleasant and interested in making sure you have a good time. Um, and we got into the parks, I think it was, we, we came in at like the three o'clock opening time or four o'clock, which you could come in with the, um, with the braceleted tickets. And I, one thing I loved, which I haven't been to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party since I lived in Florida, which would be back in 2008. Mm -hmm. So in 2008, I went and they used to give out like cookies and hot chocolate. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you could walk up to all these places and get cookies and hot chocolate, but they were the same. It was like a cinnamon cookie and just normal hot chocolate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah am I remembering correctly? And now it's all these different treats. I like, six snowman soft pretzels because <laughs> they were just giving them out. Nice. And it was really fun to kind of go around and eat the different treats. And we just, we had an, a fantastic time at that event. I highly recommend. And I was worried that it would be really crowded because it was the last party and, um, and it was, and it was really good that they have just, I have to say that's one thing about Walt Disney world is like the level of, performance when it, we don't have a four court show of any kind in california they don't well the band will come out and play in front of the castle but mm -hmm. that's it we don't have mickey and minnie dancing out front and then those shows are always top notch i think maybe if people have kids they really make an effort to go and see those but as an adult i've just kind of ignored it man the dancing and singing and the character interaction and the whole production was just like I would have paid to see the show all by itself. So we were super impressed with that. It was really cute. Um, and yeah, the whole, the whole party was great. Um, we're going to be trying to go back to um, Mickey's Halloween party in Florida this Halloween. That's um, our next Walt Disney World trip. So cool. as of right now, it's on the books and I'm super excited. So another one of those ticketed events. Um, what else did we do? We had one big park hop day. We went to all four parks. We just kind of jammed through. Yeah, and it was we were really sick too. Oh, <laughs> we no. got like we got like a fever, but it went down the day before, and we were like, okay, well, you know, we have our fast passes and our reservations. Like we're not, we just got to power through. So we had a lot of Dayquil and iced coffee, and we just kind of <laughs> like zombied through all the parks. We had a good time. Don't get me wrong, but. Um, we spent quite a bit of time in Hollywood Studios, which I have just a certain nostalgia for. I don't know why. I don't even think we went that much when I was a kid. Um, but I, I don't know why. We had a really nice time there. And we ate at Sci-Fi Dine-In, which I love. I love Sci-Fi Dine-In. I know that the food is just food. Um, but I still really enjoy the experience every time we go. So we ate there. Um, and we spent... Uh, our whole morning at Hollywood Studios just kind of saw the hits, rode in, or saw Indiana Jones rather, rode Tower of Terror, and then um, ate and oh, we rode Muppets. Ricardo was like, "I really want to ride the Muppets ride," and I was like, "Do they still have that? I thought they took it down. Does that still exist?" In fact, I was like, "I don't think they do." I was like, "I think that they took the Muppets over to like." I was convinced, and Ricardo was like, "No, we're like borderline." arguing and um <laughs> walking past the dinosaur i'm like i don't think they do like it's on the map i'm like well that's neither here nor there um but <laughs> we, we waited for like an hour he was like intense upon watching it and it was um it was it was bad so <laughs> don't don't wait for that um walk on only for the muppets i think i'm gonna give it that rating and then we left and we went to um, Animal Kingdom, which I, that's one thing I need in my next park trip is I want like a leisurely Animal Kingdom day. Um, I feel like I'm always running through Animal Kingdom to mm -hmm. get my fast passes and then like booking it out. And I've been three times since Rivers of Light opened and I've never seen Rivers of Light. So I, that's like one thing that that's on my list for our next trip is to really slow down at Animal Kingdom. I think we did the Tiger Trail and I was like, come on, we've got to go. <laughs> our, our fast pass is going to close forever. It's like, quick, eat your rice. We have to go. Ricardo you, was like, ah. And you did get to do Flight of Passage. 
Yeah, so, yeah. We did um, both the Pandora rides. We did Everest. And but we waited for um, the, the boat. We waited for the boat. What, what is the boat called? I'm sorry. Navi River Journey. Navi River Journey. Thank you. We waited for that. But it wasn't long. It was like 30 minutes. It was not long at all. The whole place was pretty uncrowded. And, uh, but I do want to spend more time next time and just kind of, I, I feel like I'm missing out on the details. I feel like Animal Kingdom is all about the experience of just like looking around and I'm usually marching and dragging Ricardo with me <laughs> to one thing or another. And then we jumped on a bus and we went to, oh, and when we were on the bus, we saw some of those gondolas moving. And I was like, oh my oh, yeah. gosh, I'm so excited for the next time we're there. I am dying to ride those. I'm so excited. Um, I'm sure it's not going to be any more convenient than anything else, but I'm just, I saw them and I was so hyped. Um, but we took the bus over to Epcot. It was like evening. It was like eight o'clock, I think. And, oh no, no, it wasn't quite that light. It was, it was dusk when we got there and we went over and we wanted to eat at the beer garden, which is the best eating experience, as you guys know, yes. in all of Epcot. <laughs> Well, I think it's like a champion many times over with you guys. I I love it. I'm sure that all the listeners are already convinced that it's a great stop. But if you haven't been, it's a must-do. It was so fun. And they do a different show at Christmas. I had no idea. I didn't know that either. I haven't. They play like Silent Night and they do like a Christmas thing. And it's like a specially Christmas event. And it was really, really cute. And... um yeah, my family is all from Germany. They're from like the Eastern Bloc after the war. And so every time I go, it kind of reminds me of my grandma on my mom's side whenever we go. It's a nice thing. So um, we had a good time. And then we actually, where did we go? We left. And oh, I wanted to go. And I, this is something I wanted to mention because I, I've always seen this um, on the map in Disney Springs. but I And I've wanted to go because... I think I've mentioned this before on the show. We really like a tiki bar. We love Trader Sam's. We always make an effort to go. I was there on Friday night this week out here at Trader Sam's Enchanted Tiki Bar. And one place that I had seen listed and never made it over to was Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar yeah. in Disney Springs. You guys, Have you guys been there? I have not. Okay. <laughs> I well, go to Disney Springs probably the most of any of us, and I have not been over there. I like a Disney Springs. I do, but... I wanted to go because I knew they had some souvenir mugs and Indiana Jones is kind of kin to the whole Tiki universe. And I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Like I'd like to go. It is bad. It's a, don't go there. I, <laughs> something is wrong. I don't know what it is. I, Trader Sam's is very immersive. They kind of embrace the, um, the whole theme, the music, the servers. It was weird. It was like, uh, a, just a bar playing Beyonce, but it's Trader, uh, it's Indiana Jones, but nobody knew that it was Indiana Jones, yeah. and everything is kind of like barely themed. Like you would really have to know your Indiana Jones to be like, oh look, this is the map from Blair. Yeah. So I feel like Jock drink- Lindsay's is they just tried way too hard. Like they could have easily yeah. just made an Indiana Jones theme bar. And exactly and it's really too bad because i i you know i had high hopes i was like i'm sure we'll like this it's you know a disney themed experience i'm sure it'll be great but it was not good i do not recommend do not spend your trader sam's dollars there if you're somebody who likes to go because it was just something's off i don't know what it is and it was also weirdly eerily empty when we were there so just a lot of very loud pop music and it, it was strange but but the mugs are cool so you know if you're if you're completing a collection, then I understand. But we did that, and um, then we went to Magic Kingdom for fireworks that night. So it was a very busy, long day. I'm sure I infected some people. I'm sorry, um, kind of. And uh, we also spent a full day at Epcot when we were there, which was really, really nice. And we did the cookie stroll. Did you guys do the cookie stroll this year? No. Okay. No, we we heard about it, but we did not partake. Okay, cookies. Okay, that gets if if Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar gets like a two point five out of ten, this gets like a twelve out of ten for me. Oh, wow. Um. Yeah. Well, I'm also from the land of Disneyland, where everything you want to eat is at least like seven dollars. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything at Disneyland is is seven dollars plus. There is no cheap snack at Disneyland. 
And they had this thing where you get this little passport. We got there. Ricardo um, loves cookies generally. And he was like, we got to do this. This is first on the list. Forget all the rides. It doesn't matter. We got to walk around and eat cookies. So you pick up this little passport and then you go around the world showcase to each of the different specified lands and you buy a cookie for $2. And then at the end, they give you a cookie and they give you some milk. And the cookie at the end is like really big. It's like a character cookie, you know, like it looks like Mickey Mouse and it's been decorated. And um, yeah, he ate like 10 cookies. One of them was free. It was really fun. And it kind of made you have to hunt around for these little stands and, you know, dig yourself into Canada and find where they were giving them out. And it was very holiday and very fun. It made it, um, it was very festive. I would recommend doing it if you have um, large hungry men or small children. So you know, it was really good. And we, oh, we, we rushed uh, Frozen Ever After, which Rope Drop is kind of gnarly in California if you want to ride Indiana Jones or Peter Pan mm-hmm. or, or Radiator Springs Racers. But nothing is that high of stakes. You know, people will power walk, you know, but right. there, nobody's running and running people over with their stroller intentionally to try and... We waited because I was like, oh, let's just, you know, walk over there and we'll wait in line and ride it first thing while it's nice and cool and, you know, we're not in a hurry. People are on a mission. They are (laughs) at Walt Disney World. They are there. They have their 12 children in their eight strollers and they're like, we are going to get this done. Man, people (laughs) were, they were totally, nobody was mean. Everybody was nice, but it was just like high stakes to get in there. And to be fair. We got up to Frozen Ever After. I'd never, um, I'd never ridden it. It was the first time I've even been to that area. And now that it's been open, we got in. We rode it immediately. I was very impressed. I thought it was very nice. I thought that the overlay was pretty, and you know, it was it was perfectly lovely. We got out, and the line was like eighty minutes. Wow. And it wasn't that busy in the park. Like, there weren't that many people. Everyone had just rushed it and gotten in line. But it was really fun. We had a really good Epcot time. And, you know, we just, we spent, we also, this trip, we spent a lot of time in uh, in downtown Disney. We, like, our family saw a movie there. We just kind of hung out. And it was very pretty. So, it was a nice holiday season. Um, and we're excited to go back in October. It'll be a good trip. I haven't been to Mickey's Halloween party again since I lived in Florida. So I'm excited to go back and see all the changes. You guys went last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, been, well, I've been like the last yes. four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember listening. I think you were talking about it on an episode. <laughs> and I was like, ooh, I'm feeling inspired. So, yeah, I think it'll be nice. It'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. It's, it's a good one. I, I haven't trouble deciding if i like halloween or christmas better so i just go to both that christmas party man i was really impressed this time i felt like you really do get your money's worth it's uh it's the top top quality you stayed at the wilderness lodge is that correct we had we actually had to change our plans because of the onboarding process for my job and there wasn't a way to change our dates we have our family has a timeshare in orlando though so we just picked up our timeshare for that week because the prices had gone up i mean for that christmas week it had gone up i think like almost double to what we had initially put down on our package so i was like well I didn't really want to mess with uh, the whole balance of things. So I was like, you know what? It's okay. Mm-hmm. But um, that is where I'm, I was actually, that was the most, that was the, thanks for bringing up hard things. Um, no, <laughs> I was a little, I was a little heartbroken because that was actually part of my trip that I was really excited about was staying at Wilderness Lodge. So that is where we're going to stay in October. Um, cool. We're staying there. So I'm excited. It will happen. You know, it, it's really nice the way, um, the way Disney does their programs, it really does allow you to be flexible. It's a nice thing, especially for me. I was onboarded to my new company on December 2nd. That is how literally, uh, and I knew about, we did the change. I think it was like um, November 1st or something like that. I knew that I was going to be getting the job and, you know, they allow you to, as long as it's 30 days in advance, you can totally get a refund for your money. So that's nice. I think especially for families when you don't know what's good, you know, maybe you have an illness in the family. It's just really nice that they allow you to have that kind of flexibility. And a lot, even if it's within a week or so, I think they, they are willing to work with you on pushing another date. So we had, we had some friends of ours from here that 
that they they were within a week of their trip and they were able oh, to wow. push it back three weeks. So oh, that's that's nice. So, I just like that Disney seems yeah. to they really seem to want to do a good job for their patrons. I, you know, they I don't think they're out there looking to short anybody. They want everybody to have a good experience. So. Mm-hmm. It was a nice thing, but I'm excited. We are going to be at Wilderness Lodge for Halloween, and we're going to be at the Halloween party, and we're going to be staying, um, or going to Hoop-dee-doo. So that's going to be, this. so only a few months away, I'm already getting excited, and I don't think we're going to, uh, well, I, I always say maybe we won't go to the Halloween party here, because I've been every year for like the last five years, but um, I think this year we may just flop them and just go in Florida, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, I was going to ask, oh, that was one question I was going to ask. At at our Halloween party here, we have a special dinner package that you can purchase with Blue Bayou, and it entitles you to a certain prefix menu that's always pretty good, and then you also get a lanyard that allows you to have preferred parade seating, and we've taken advantage of that like the last four years. And it's always been a really good spend because we're always hungry anyway. And, Mm -hmm. you know, having preferred seating is good. Do they have an option like that in Florida? Not yet. They haven't had. Um, Now, they've started doing a Tony's Town Square for the afternoon parade. Yes. So they they may do that for maybe some of the upcoming holiday parties, but they haven't officially done done that for the okay that, okay good to know yeah i was looking around online trying to see if there was like an um an additional ticket for something like that but i didn't see one so but that is something that i i know our tickets for disneyland for how for halloween party they usually don't come out until june july usually it depends i think it was earlier last year but yeah i I wanted to get my tickets early for Walt Disney World and yeah, I'm pretty, I'm, wanted to make sure I wasn't missing out on any magic. Yeah. I know. I think the dates are out now, but mm-hmm. I don't know that the party tickets are available. For yeah. Just no, I've been having my eye on it, <laughs> but I, but ours, they'll come out fairly soon. And I definitely, if people are going to come to Disneyland's party um, and you have been to Disneyland more than once, if this isn't your like once in a lifetime trip, that package is very much worth it. Those, our parade route is so much more limited than the one in Florida, and it can be really, really difficult to get a good spot for the parade. Yeah, um, and the parade is fantastic. It is really, really quality. So, having not having to stake out your seats is is huge. Anything I can do, not have to stake out anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So good things are coming up. This last trip was really fantastic, and it's nice to have new things on the horizon at our home park too. It is. Well, Leah, thank you so much for some great insight tonight. I know our listeners have enjoyed getting to hear a little bit about West Coast Disney. (laughs) Now it's time for a segment, the longest-running segment in Triple G history. Grib. Gritting. Greatness. That's right. Grim (laughs) Gritting Greatness here on episode 121, and it's going to be a Disneyland edition. Uh, Craig, you want to ask the question tonight? Uh, let's let Derek ask because he's he's the Disneyland guru here. Or Matthew, the guru of anything. One of you guys. It's not me. I've never been there. Well, we. I've been once. Matthew's been twice. I've been once. Oh, just once. Yes. And or we let Leah ask it. Ooh, what what am I asking? How about this, guys? What is your favorite ride in Disney's in Disneyland Park? And Leah, we'll let okay. you answer first. What is your favorite ride in Disneyland Park? Okay, I Indiana Jones is the is the best ride of all rides ever. Um, it, it's truly fantastic. It's immersive. It, it has that magical feeling. It tricks you every time you're on it. I don't. I've ridden it thousands of times now, and every time it is equally exciting. So while I would, I have a couple of honorable mentions that I'm thinking of. I really do love. Um, our Indiana Jones ride. It is, it, is, it is second to none, in my opinion. That's probably what I would have said, but 
that's not how this game works. Once an it's, answer yeah, is taken, not how it's, the off, game works. it's off the board. Craig is insisting that he go next, even though he's never been to Disney. I've never been there. So, knows so, what's there. Oh, these are my favorite hot takes. This is, so, this is, this is why I listen to your show. I yes. listen because I love, uh, that is what, that is my favorite thing. I'm talking about the same thing. I, I love it. Hot takes. Well, that's okay. why I'm, I'm going to say probably the Haunted Mansion because I want to, um, I want to see that with a different over. Overlays, because oh, okay. So I'm not used to mention a holiday. Yes, because I'm, I, and again, I want to see the difference. Because don't, if I'm not mistaken, don't you walk through a little part of it? I can't believe you didn't say the one I'm thinking. I know. Oh, it's every. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. Oh, Craig, too. Can I? Can I, I, can I, I please gonna, say the other one? Yeah, sure, Craig. Holds <laughs> wild ride. <laughs> I yes. can't wait to ride that again. I cannot. I oh my goodness! That, was not that final scene is just. Oh, it just it just <laughs> brings back, and they get tired of me saying this, but from from Walt Disney World when I was a kid, riding Toad's Wild Ride, that's one of the most vivid pictures I have of when I when I was a kid was Toad's yeah. Wild. It scared me to death, but I love. That's it. what Craig is rope dropping. <laughs> I can't Toad's believe Wild you didn't Ride. say that initially. I can't either. Well, but I, I do want to see Haunted Mansion those holidays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Derek, go ahead. I'll let you go. Oh, see, I'm I'm stuck here because uh, I kind of want to pick something unique to Disneyland, but I've got uh, I've got two in mind. So I've got, a, I've got I'm a, I'm just gonna say Pirates of the Caribbean. I I love Disneyland's oh. version of Pirates. I think it's far superior to uh, the the version in Disney World. And I agree. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's great. I think it's it's what three the, minutes longer. Yeah, three or four yeah. minutes longer. I think it's just the definitive with an version. extra drop. Yep. So I'm going to say, I'm going to go classic. That's right up Craig's alley as well. Pirates of the Caribbean. And Derek, what is your answer? Uh, well, I'm, I'm going to be like Craig. I'm going to take two. And and these are the first, after after Indiana Jones was gone, these were the two I went to. Small World. Yeah. And I, des- I, d- I despise Small World, but <laughs> I will tolerate it at Disneyland because they put in characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... And especially the holiday. Oh, that uh, one's good. The holiday scene out front is awesome. It's not like, at, and for our listeners, it's not like the one at Walt Disney World where the entrance is, the majestic entrance is covered. It's all outside. Right. You get to see that lit up at night during it's the like holidays. It's like its castle. It's incredible. It really is during the holiday season. And one not far from there is Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I couldn't believe oh, how much yeah. I enjoyed that ride. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, that is a good and one. And that's, that's specific to Disney. Both of those versions. Yeah. Uh, one of my honorable mentions was the Matterhorn. I was oh, that would hurt. Oh. I hurt. Yes. I hurt. That's fun. That uh, Leah, you mentioned you had a couple of uh, honorable mentions. Which ones were you thinking of? Um, uh, Snow White, Scary Adventure. Yeah. Is te- yes. It is terrifying. If you... <laughs> It is so scary. If you're used to, like, happy little mind train in Walt Disney World, this is, like, the dark, evil cousin. I mean, maybe not good for some children, to be honest with you. It is very dark and scary. There is no, like, the happy scenes are, like, eight seconds at the beginning and two seconds at the end. You go from, like, (laughs) the witch being thrust from the cliff to, and they lived happily ever after. And that is the transition but that ride is really terrifying so that one for sure and then um well i had it in my head what was my other one? Oh, oh i love casey jr i know that is for children but i really enjoy it it is the little train ride that goes around storybook boats um there's a little there's a miniature mm-hmm. um city in fantasy land for people who haven't been and you can take a boat all around. You go through like Monstro's mouth mm-hmm. and it's very cute. The cast member kind of uh they do a little tour of these different places and it's like Aladdin's castle and Cinderella's castle. And it's a little slow for me. So I like the little train that goes around it and you can um they have some open cars. You have to be careful though, because if you are not quick you can end up sitting in like a little cage car and it is not good for <laughs> yeah. large people. Yeah. <laughs> it's only good for children. So yeah. um, if you can sit outside, it's really at nighttime. It's very pleasant little, little run around. So I, I love those that. and they are kind of Disneyland specific I, I love, as well. I love Fantasyland in Disneyland Park. Yeah. Uh, and we've named several of those rides. It's just an awesome, awesome theme park I loved land. It. That, that night that we went, the first night we got there, 
we were able to do almost entire the entirety of fantasy land in, yeah. in like 20 minutes it's great that's so cool it's it's awesome i'm i want to get back yeah it's good i'm i'm i think that all of the revenue that will come in from uh galaxy's edge is really just going to mean good things for the rest of the park eventually i would like to see them develop out fantasy land some more oh and then we are getting um we're getting the mickey and Minnie ride we haven't said anything about that oh my gosh um there's a, a little mickey and Minnie ride that they're putting into our toontown Oh, I heard about yeah, that. Yeah, hold on one second. I saved it. That's actually like a good to know kind of thing. Um, we thought that Toontown was not long for this world. We've been in there taking pictures and stuff because we we're like, this is the next thing yeah. that is coming down um, in Disneyland. I do yeah, like Mickey. It's a neat yeah, place. it's called M- Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway Ride is okay. coming. Or that's the one. in Yeah, that's ours. That's yeah, what's coming to Hollywood Studios. Yeah, and we're getting the same thing in Toontown, which I was very surprised by. I thought that was going to be the next area to come down for the Star Wars expansion, but apparently not. They're going to put this whole ride in there, and it's really cute. I love the new Mickey and Minnie animation style. I don't know if they're pushing that hard at Walt Disney World, but it's everywhere out here. It is on every mm-hmm. surface. They've huh. put the new animation. So, yeah, that's happening, and um, it's supposed to open like right after galaxy's edge opens so hmm. yeah i'm excited for that too all good things let's look it up in 2019 that's great <laughs> well leo we thank you again so much for joining us today and again you can find her at consumer princess on instagram to see the latest and greatest pictures from disneyland out in california leah thanks again for coming on it's always my pleasure you guys i'll talk to you soon thank you leah thanks Listeners, we thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you have learned a little something. Maybe you're planning a trip out to Disneyland. Let us know, and we can help you the best that we can, Craig, (laughs) and fill you in all about Mr. Toad's wild ride. And as you leave, be sure to beware the hitchhiking ghosts. And hurry back. If you would like to join our jamboree, there's a simple rule that's compulsory. Mortals pay a token.